The Lord Jesus was the greatest traveler in history. From eternity past, He stepped into time. We have the privilege of walking with Jesus every day. Join Scott Pauley now as we continue to follow Christ's steps through the Gospel according to Mark. When we last journeyed with Jesus through Mark chapter 13, He gave us all a word. I wonder, do you remember the word? Just one word. He said it was the, the message for all of us. It was the one word, watch. I want to go back to that same portion of Scripture, the end of Mark chapter 13, before we go any further, and point out to you an interesting illustration, a story that Jesus used to, to get the point across. He said that the Son of Man was as a man taking a far journey, who left his house, and gave authority to his servants, and to every man his work, and commandeth the porter to watch. Can you get the picture? A man's taking a long trip. He wants someone to keep his house, and so he leaves everything in the hand of a steward, a porter. And that porter's job is to make sure things are cared for, to make sure no one breaks in and steals from him, to make sure that the household is kept up. Do you see the picture here of the Lord Jesus Christ and of us? Now, let me just point out two or three wonderful thoughts. First of all, you get a picture of a traveler. Who is the traveler? The traveler is the Son of Man. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. No one's ever taken a journey, a trip like He has taken. No, He traveled from glory to a little spot on the map known as Galilee. There, He journeyed for 33 and a half years. Then, His travels took Him to a place called Gabbatha. Gabbatha was the place of the pavement where they beat him and they spit on him and they mocked him. From Gabbatha he traveled to Golgotha and there they crucified him. You might think that his journey ends there, but it doesn't end there, no. They take his limp, lifeless body down and they put it in a grave, a borrowed tomb. Jesus had no place to lay his head in life or in death. But that's not the end of the trip, friend, no. He came out of that grave three days later alive forevermore. His, his trip continued. And where did it continue to? All the way back to glory. At this moment, He's seated at the right hand of the Heavenly Father. That's, that's where He is. Oh, but I'd like to tell you, His trip's not over. You see, the word journey here, taking a journey into a far country, a far journey, the Bible says, implies that He's not settled yet. And that actually He's... He's not in the final destination. Someone says, well, what does that mean as it relates to Christ? Well, right now he's seated on the seat of intercession, but someday he's going to sit down on the eternal throne. Someday every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That hasn't happened yet. So this traveler is coming back. He's gone away for a short period of time. It may seem like a far journey, but I promise you, He's returning. The journey's not done. And so the traveler, the Lord Jesus Christ, is coming. There's a second thing we see in this little story. Not only is there a traveler, there's a trust. He trusts a porter, a servant, to do what he's supposed to do in his absence. And notice what he did. He basically gave him everything. He gave, gave him the household. He gave him the keys to everything. May I tell you that when the Lord Jesus Christ left us and went back to heaven, He gave us His household. He gave us the keys to the kingdom. He gave us 
access to God and all the riches that are at His disposal are at our disposal. What are we doing with them? The privilege of prayer, the, the wonder of His Spirit's presence inside of us, uh, the power of the Word of God, the, uh, the amazing work of the gospel. What are we doing with what God has put in our hands? You see, God's not just given us a privilege and abundance. He's given us a responsibility that goes along with that. The Bible says that He gave authority to His servants. We like that. We want the authority. And we do have His authority, His good name, and His, His glory, and His great work left in our care. But notice this, with the authority, the Bible says, and to every man His work. Have you found your work? Have you found the reason that Christ saved you and created you? Have you found why you're on earth at this moment to serve the Lord, to make a difference for eternity? And he leaves these, these stewards, this porter, not only the keys to the house and authority and work, but a command. What is the command? It is to watch. That word is used again and again throughout Scripture. As a matter of fact, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 Verse number 6, he says this, Therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. He says it this way in Philippians 4 verse 5, Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. He says it this way in Romans chapter 13 verse 11, And that knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Friend, it's time for us to watch. When you come to the end of the Bible, the last book, the last revelation of Jesus Christ, Revelation 3 verse 2, the Bible says, Remember therefore how thou hast received and heard and hold fast and repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief. And thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Or how about Revelation 16 verse 15? Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. Repeatedly, the Holy Ghost uses this word watch. My friend, this is a day for Christians to be wide awake spiritually. This is not a day to be lulled to sleep by entertainment or enamored with media, or distracted with temporary things. This is a day to be wide awake thinking about the return of Jesus Christ and all of eternity. Christ is the traveler. The trust is ours. And then there's a final thing I want you to see, and that's a truth. And what is the truth? The truth is that the traveler is coming back. And when he comes back, we're going to have to give an account for that which he left in our hand. We don't know the exact time. As a matter of fact, we've discovered that in our study of Mark chapter 13, verse 32 says, But of that day and that hour knoweth no man, know not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Verse 33, Ye know not when the time is. Verse 35, Watch ye therefore, for ye know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning. But one thing we do know, Jesus Christ is coming. He's coming suddenly. And it's time to get ready. When he comes, will he come? As, will he find us sleeping or will he find us laboring? I wonder, if Jesus Christ came today, if this was the day of the Lord's return, and it could be, do you understand that the biggest event in the history of the world is not trending on social media today? None of the media outlets are talking about it. No, no one's thinking much about it. And yet it's the biggest event in the history of all humanity 
and that is the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. If it were today, if today were the day circled on God's calendar, would He find you wide awake, laboring and doing your work for Him, or would He find you sleeping? I don't know about you, but I'm praying today that the spiritual alarm clock will go off in my soul, that the Holy Spirit will help me to stay stirred up about the fact that any moment I may see Jesus Christ. There's an urgency missing in our, in our day. The thought that the end of the age is drawing near is not our enemy, it's our friend. It's not something to be dreaded, it's something to be looked forward to. This awakening brings an alertness, a realigning of priorities. What priorities need to change in your life and my life today? Because any moment, Jesus Christ, that great traveler, may make the final leg of His journey and come back for you and I. Then we're taking a trip, a trip to be with Him for all eternity. Now is the time to get ready. Jesus said, And what I say unto you, I say unto all, Watch. It has been a privilege to study the Scriptures with you. If you do not know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, it is our prayer that you will call on Him now in faith. He wants to be your constant companion. For more information on knowing Christ or walking with Him, visit us online at scottpauley.org. May the Lord help you to enjoy the journey today. Thank you.